Welcome to the Practice Podcast, conversations probing the nature of practice. I'm your host, Dave Firon. Well, it was in May of 2020, over two years ago, that I had the first recorded conversation with Dave Jamison. At that time, he was finishing up his time at University of St. Thomas, where he had co-developed a doctoral program and a master's program in organization development and knew Petervale quite well, since they both lived in the same town of uh, Minneapolis. So here it is a number of months later, Dave has since then done teaching at Bowling Green State University in their new doctoral program in organization development and change and uh, has uh, just finished his first year as president of NTL, the National Training Laboratories, an august organization that has its roots in the efforts of people like Peter Vale and other great people. So we hope that that NTL tradition that they undertook years ago will continue now that we're all back <laughs> somewhat in each other's presence and flourish. And Dave Jamison has some great ideas for how to make that happen. So without further ado, here is my conversation with David Jamison. <laughs> Folks, it was back in May of 2020 that I reached out to Peter Vale's friend, colleague, Dave Jamison. And I said, Dave, I'd love to have you involved in the podcast that Peter and I started. I know he held you in very high regard. What's going on in your life right now? Which is basically the question we've asked now well over 100 people in the podcast. What's going on in your life? Which gives us a brief window into practice, a person's practice, the uniqueness, the way each of us have crafted our choices to the extent that we have something we do very well and other things we want to do better next. So yeah. here you are now. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing now, Dave? That's different well, than May 2020. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had um, I spent most of my life consulting, running my own consulting, and then I and I stopped most of that and uh, went completely into the academic world. For it ended up being about ten years, uh, mm -hmm. and. Um, and I ran a department, I directed two programs, I served on the Dean's Council and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I was in that world. For you were in it, years. right, right up to your neck. Yeah. And, and I loved the part about it where you get to de redesign programs and bring them up to date. And, and I loved all that work. And, and to me, then getting and then getting the students in and trying to redesign how to get away from the problem with academic programs is they overdo the theory sometimes and underdo the practice. Yeah. And, and Peter and I used to talk about that so many, and he was, and he was aware of it as a faculty, he was always bringing practice more into everything. And, uh -huh. and, and so I was looking at it as to what I, what I, what I inherited 
and what I now had authority to deal with. And I just had to bring my faculty on board and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and so I loved doing that work and we were redesigning. We, we completely redid the masters. And then a couple of years later, we completely redid the doctor. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and a good example was we had um, four research courses in a doctoral program, which everyone tends to have, but I added three practicum courses ah, there with, you go. Credit, with credits so that mm -hmm. the students, while they were learning about OD, because we were getting students who did not know OD at all, and they were now at the doctoral level, but they wanted to learn about it. Sure. And so what was fascinating is that we put the three practicum in there so that they would not just be learning in the classroom, but they all had to work either individually or in pairs and go out in the field and find a client and do some work. Yep. And, and that changed so much about our whole doctoral program. And they still had a dissertation. They still had research. They still did all of that. But to the person, they would leave saying, thank goodness we had those practical. <laughs> well, and my hunch is that it it gave them a, a, a taste for theory. Exactly. Differently than when you were, you know, they were sitting and methodically taking notes on, on your, your pearls of wisdom and the other faculty. And I think that passivity, I know, used to irritate the hell out of Peter. Uh, yeah. Back even when I was his student, he was yeah. not going to sit here in this classroom, folks, he would say to the class. Like bumps on a lock, you know, this is going to be interactive or go down yep. the hall and find some other place to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's a great line. <laughs> and, and it was interactive. And, and, and you're, what you're talking about is too. Now that was uh, a while ago that you were doing that work. And then uh, yeah, we did that next in, the in the middle of the teens, I think. And, we had we had three cohorts under the new design before mm -hmm. before things got shut down and I left there. But, right. Uh, and and so that was how I enjoyed having an academic position. But but I was never an academic personally because I didn't think or talk that way. I came from the practice world to begin with, and and it turned out I I mean it turned out I was able to test myself. Mm -hmm. I mean I test I tested. Tenure. I tested promotion. I, I I I tested being accepted by others at the university, mm -hmm. and I could have done that for the rest of my life if they didn't shut it down. I'm sure. But but anyway, that I, I left there thinking that I would easily get another job, and I and I interviewed for two really good jobs. And in during during this is in t early 2020. Yeah, around the first time during, we, we connected, yeah. Yeah, and during the interviews, they closed the programs that I that I was being that I, I was being telling, the director of. I think I, I think I I think I told you Dave when you told me that the uh, you know that it, maybe you better not apply for anywhere else or you'll be shutting down <laughs> another one. But in fact, in indeed you didn't shut down the one that I found you at when you and I connect reconnected. Yeah at uh, Bowling Green State University right, uh, right. by a huge coincidence had we had no idea in May 2020 right. that we'd ever that's see right. each other again that's and right. then that's uh right. I I was I discovered and was discovered by Steve Katie's my library and, exactly and they said hey you've got a you've got a manuscript that you want to finish that Peter Vale 
started and i said yeah Perfect. very much so and uh they said well we've got a new platform as long as you're willing to make this a digital book uh and then i stroked my chin i said hmm, wait a minute digital it, it won't be sitting on on a shelf in a library and 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 then i almost heard peter's voice in my ear saying hey practice is practice is growing and changing man and this is a chance for you to write the book with my words yeah, yeah. the way you want to and it's going to be a living book so if, if later on <laughs> somewhere in your ear you'll hear my voice saying hey dave you got to change conjecture 16. <laughs> i just had an, another thought on how to make conjecture 16. so that's that true. was how we reconnected at bowling green that's and right that's what right. are the sorts of things you've been doing there dave for the for well, the record but because their doctoral program had just gotten started yeah um and and they believed strongly enough in use of self that Steve put a put a uh, course in for them mm -hmm. on their doctoral program, and Mian Chung Judge and I were asked to teach it because he's he knew us both and he knew that we had done the research on that topic and stuff, and so um, we did the first two cohorts together and then we lost Mian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just and I just did cohort three. And I'm scheduled to do cohort four next summer. And and in the first two, I think maybe in the first three now, this particular course has really lit the light for a lot of those students because one, I mean, they, they were new to OD and they all have kind of mid-level management positions and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And they're really good people. I'm really happy with them. And I've found a way to make the course fit into their short semester model mm -hmm. and 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 still get really good results and because i thought it would be too short is what i thought but but these students have grasped hold, gotten hold of it i changed a few things from what i did at st thomas so i got them starting off at a deeper level where they were already assessing themselves as they uh. went into the course and uh, as they did that, they started to discover things that then we were teaching during the course that they were saying, I can apply that to myself. That's something I can do something about and that kind of stuff. So it becomes a professional development course in a sense. Sure. And uh, and it's been gone really well. And that's my connection there. And then because they were doing a national search to get the next uh, president of NTL, I got invited because they used to only use members to become their their, their leaders, yeah. and they've had they've had some trouble with that, and they've also just not didn't think they were getting good candidates this last this year ago a year ago, and um, so I stayed through it. They changed the search committee in the middle. I had two, I had three rounds of interviews actually with people, and I finally, because I wasn't working, and I thought this was a decent match, I, I mean, I know that I've not been a member, but I I know everybody in NTL, I've worked oh, with Oh, what a, what a wonderful lineage you had, to con you, you connected with, in, yeah. in, in our field, organization, behavior, development, yeah, yeah. And change. Yeah. Uh, NTL, uh, I was absolutely thrilled, Dave, when yeah. I saw that you, you took it over, because like many, long long-standing systems of uh, teaching yeah. and learning it 
it, it hit the pandemic and was hit by that's the right. pandemic. That's and, right. And, that's and right. from what I recall from sensitivity training, as we used to call it back in the day, was face to face and in a room. And that's right. And that's right. Uh, where you could see, see, feel and hear people. And it, so it was a challenge, I suspect. But I understand now you're back live again. Well, we're doing both. We're doing virtual and live. And uh, there's more virtual than live at the moment. But I think we're still in the comeback stage because they stopped ev- they stopped everything for two years. And, oh, that yeah. hurt, and that hurt them. I wish they hadn't done that. But they, they, they weren't ready to hop into virtual very well. Well, and, no one. Uh, who was? And look know, at all the colleges, colleges and universities. Or, you know, in that March that we lost Peter, yeah, that yeah. It was just a few days afterwards, they said, go home. It's Thursday on a Thursday in my That's former right. institution. They That's said, right. pack up your stuff, go home, don't come back. And yeah. it was it was like that for months and months and months. And and I'm pretty sure that most of the colleges and universities like like oh, they all have ours. They, yeah, they're they they're look they're looking at a, at a, a steep climb back. But, That's in right. you know, in the NTL. Uh, experience and custom it, it was very much about uh, close uh, face-to-face interaction but i suspect yeah. now since you're doing both that they've somehow learned or you've somehow learned yeah. how yeah. to make what we're doing right now on on zoom yeah yeah somewhat resemble the the kind of easy uh, uh, somewhat unstructured interaction that uh, that I recall was a very much something that that Peter that's worked right. on when that's he was right. at NTL. You know, that's right. That's over right. Fifty years ago, how's that? How does how does that work well, out? It's yeah. I mean, it is work. Here's the thing: most everybody who's done it for a long time say the in person is still the best way to do this. Yeah, the, at least to do the human development work. You, yeah. you can you can do OD courses and stuff like that virtually without it being, but they like to keep that personal contact in all of the programs if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and because T-groups was the underlying methodology, they don't all act like, they're not all T-groups, but they use some things about that methodology in every type of program mm-hmm. so that there's experiential education happening in an OD program, a social justice program, or an actual HI lab. So, mm-hmm. so um, w- but when I say we're in the comeback period, I mean, I think, I think we only completed six or eight cor- courses this year, programs to the public. Mm-hmm. And, I'd, and I'd say they normally were doing one to two a month. Yeah. every other year. So it's hurt us financially because we're not getting enough people coming. And we thank goodness for the virtual version is where we are getting some people coming. Mm-hmm. And and now we have to balance out next year and we're trying to we're trying to get closer to 50/50 where we'll have virtual and in person next year. That's that's our hope. Yeah, that's our hope. So you're back in the program development stage of your career again, yes. David, in a new way. You know? Yeah, and and actually, we have these different subgroups in in the organization that actually are are responsible for most of those. So I don't get to do the hands on development, and I wouldn't have time for it anyway. But this is where my new challenges are. So I'm clearly smack dab in practice. I had to start off by saying, okay, I'm not consulting to NTL. I'm their president. Yeah. And that was a change of change of my mindset, number one. And 
And I've been president before. I know a president of a nonprofit. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. But the reality was I knew that they had been through a lot of years, a few years of difficulty, financial difficulty and, and members leaving and stuff like that. And so I said, this has got to be a turnaround type situation. And they're, they're, they're going outside on purpose to bring somebody from the outside. And what I realized when I walked in there is I truly was an outsider when I walked in. <laughs> and, and so I have spent a lot of my time being accepted, number one. Thank goodness I had a reputation and I knew a number of members. Yeah. So yeah. that has helped give me support there. But the challenges are tough. And I'm thinking to myself, this is way harder than the last two or three jobs or the consulting that I had. Because every day and every week, I'm dealing with some of the same issues. Yeah. And so that's where, but this is probably a good example. We all need Peter to come back so we could talk to him about how we do this practice the right way. (laughs) Well, you know, there was a time in the 75th Jubilee uh, series that you ran. And I I watched or somewhat participated in in every bit of it. And I think it was, is it Barbara? Busker, is that correct? Is Barbara it? Bunker. Bunker, okay. Bunker, yeah, Barbara. And Bunker. I happened to maybe she said it in the larger group part, or maybe she said it in my breakout group. But yeah, what she yeah. did say was, in the terms of the trend, the lineage of NTL, she said, "Well, Peter Vale and I volunteered to." help the organization out of a real big bind so they've yeah. been in binds before yeah and she said we we said we'll do it we got together and we solved one problem after another in some yeah. of my words and uh yeah. Yeah. We, there was a turnaround so it's kind of i don't know what the word would be karma that you yeah. who <laughs> was was a, a friend and colleague of peter's yeah uh doing now what he and barbara and perhaps some others did back then and it did take some fresh thinking but it also it also took this very deeply grounded concern for what a person was going to do as a result of the time they put in as a learner within ntl it was it was very much uh, well it was experiential <laughs> that's right <laughs> and I'm, and I'm so glad I'm, to hear that you're still and keeping i'm really that glad in to hear that and and uh and so there's a lot of optimism that i have about where we should be and where we could be mm-hmm. and i'm finding it's a, the struggle is a little bit about getting enough people re-engaged re-engaged to yeah. to want to move forward because some people are are frustrated by something that happened three years ago, or they're frustrated by the way they were treated by someone else. And a lot of people, a lot of people just hold on to grudges. And I didn't, I mean, it took me a while to realize it because I never expected it of the members of NTL, but it turns out that there's just a lot of these little divides and stuff going on in there. And so I'm doing my best to just be myself and, show up in all the different meetings and speak up from time to time and answer questions when they have it. And then I do monthly town halls and I do monthly board reports. So I'm trying to get the whole picture into my reports so that people can see what is and is not happening. And, uh, but that has not yet been enough. So as I look into my second year, I'm looking for how am I going to prioritize a few specific new things that we need to do? 
and uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for next. Have the uh, have, do you have a couple of light bulbs over your head? Can you give us a little preview of what might be new for NTO? Well, <laughs> I'm not. One, one I'm, not a, I'm not a journalist asking you this. I'm no, a, I know. I'm I a know. friend. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. In 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 the last five or six years, a lot of people a lot of people have entered the marketplace. The younger two generations, for example, they do not know NTL. They have no history related to NTL. That's right. And and so we have not been good on social media and therefore we're not well known in the marketplace. Then we shut down for two years and coming back is like people don't even know who we are. So I want to do w w way better social media. And we've hired a guy who works part time for us now. And he's already expanded our lit li LinkedIn network by 5000 people and stuff. And he's starting to build that back again. Great. And then the second thing I wanted to do is bring the kind of thinking and thought leadership to the marketplace without having to go through six months of developing new programs that take a week or something. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at short-term programs, things yeah. that fit, fit the webinar model. Yeah. And I yeah. want to do them for the public. They have done them internally before, but they weren't running them in the public programs. So I, so we've started to form a little group and we're about ready to start. I want to get a schedule started early next year so we can start running these things at least once a month. And my hope is because these are easy to put together. Let's say yeah. you're going to do one. Yeah, We have to set up the technology, but we yeah. don't need to do much else. We just need to get the date yeah. set and you come in and you do it. Yeah, give me, give me, as we say, give me a topic and 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 let me flesh it out. And and no, I think you get a lot of volunteers for that. I I I like, I truly believe that. I think there are yeah. people, people like us who, yeah. hey, we'd stand, we'd stand on a street corner and try to help people <laughs> solve, <laughs> solve the organizational problem, whether the bus was going right. to come on time or not. So that's sort of part of our nature. And I know yeah. many people now that I've met because of the book and because yeah. of my yeah. my involvement that. You know, you take uh, Francis uh, Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, Baldwin. Yeah, I mean, it's a generous, and she and I have both She's good, yeah. popped up, you know, at in various uh, events. And she was a podcast episode, and terrific to good. talk to. But my point is that, uh, th as far as the webinars go, the, um, I think there will be plenty of very interesting people who might say, "Yeah, I would like that kind of exposure. I'd like to have that kind of." Yeah interactivity which webinars can do now and that's uh, what i'm thinking yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking of a one hour model a two hour model yeah and maybe, and maybe even a four hour mini workshop model and, and yeah. because every, everything beyond that is what these hub groups are putting together as programs that are longer three days five days yeah big big commitments that that a lot of people just can't afford to to, right. to to make that's sort of bothered me uh i would there were several times in even as my prof my professorship gave yeah. me a lot of flexibility i still looked at a chance to go to an ntl and thought geez that's three or four or five days that's a lot yeah and uh it was tough and i so i didn't do it now i, I deeply regret it i remember when you were up in uh, in bethel when they were up in bethel yeah, which was i was in farmington maine which is about 45 minute drive and i oh, knew wow I knew it was close and Peter once even said, I'm going to be there, you know, come over, yeah. 
Uh, I can't remember why I didn't do it, but yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm kicking myself because there's some there's a there is something very much in the roots of NTL with Kurt yeah. Lewin, Lewin yeah. being yeah. really the uh, the founding thinker of of That's the right. field that you and I have enjoyed, and so there's that. But there's also I hope fingers crossed because people are looking at numbers of choices of even giving an hour of their time. Yeah, there's something about it that says. Uh, you're going to get a chance to think about you while, yeah, yeah. W- while this is going on, just like your uh, course in, in knowing in the self. It, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The course saying this course isn't about how people in the field use their self as instrument. It's going to start with you. It's you. Yeah. And, then, and, you and then, then you can sort of look at others, but that the, the fact of the, of the focus on the person it could be kind of rare these days because everyone's got a stick and then and they want to just tell you about it rather than yeah. say let's think about you in the context of what this particular webinar is about and feel free to speak make a lot of notes feel free to make yourself a, a part of the conversation and uh, i think that's that's, right. that's, that's right. the spirit i'm sure the spirit of how you would run it well that's how i would do it and and i want to get that started and the other thing i want to try to get the groups that are putting on public programs i want to get them to while i know they're trying to bring back the things that they stopped and mm-hmm. some of them were always popular and so they might be right they might be popular again but I want them all to think about one new program that is 2023 and to 2025 yeah. relevant because yeah. how they've been doing them in the past may need to shift a little bit. And right now I'm afraid the people who are active are the people who have been there for 20 and 30 years. They don't really think about doing things differently. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want them to think about at least trying something new and, uh, it's like when I've, I've been teaching OD for 50 years, but the last 10 years, I've been teaching it differently because we live in a different world now. Whitewater world, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Change so is changing. I have, I have no trouble with the essence and the foundations, which everybody keeps wanting to shortcut. And I say, if we do those well and we just work on the hows, we do them a little bit differently now, or we mm. invite different then I think we're still doing good OD work. But the way we used to do it took too long. <laughs> well, that's it. Just it. Took too, it just took too long. Uh, well, I've had to learn that too. I, yeah. I uh, When I took uh, took up the the, the the challenge, really, of yeah. uh, working with Peter when he was alive on the book and, yeah. and then, then after, uh, it totally changed my timetable uh, oh yeah uh, you know i was retired and i was saying oh i'll just play golf all day and <laughs> sing songs all night but it, it, it became an undertaking of something that really valued right. to me but my point That's is right. that then and this is to the point of getting ntl up into the social media i realized okay the podcast but how can i get people to listen to it so i had to learn more about linkedin and facebook mm-hmm. and i started started posting stuff and that was giving me some listeners and then you know over time well i want more listeners i want more and then the book was available and it is now and i thought we've got to get this book um it's different it's a different format it's a different way of having the book at hand versus on a shelf and so i i see um multiple points of time yep yeah when i have to put up the message 
quickly to your point. Yeah, it, yeah. I would love to think through, you know, something I put up there about, you know, a particular podcast episode, but I'd, I'd rather now see myself come up with something spontaneous, yeah. thoughtful, in, in, yeah. and certainly yeah. I'll edit it, but the, the difference is pace. Yes. And yes. that, because I've, I've got this young man, Nathan, who also works with Steve and, and uh nexus for change in my library and young nathan saying dave uh you know people won't read past the first paragraph you write three <laughs> paragraphs you've got to pack the first one you know like, yeah what? i mean a yeah. paragraph they, can, they haven't got time he said well, think about it they're scanning they're scanning they're they're flipping through the linkedin they're seeing what's right. on who's right. who's rocking who's looking for a job and then they come to you and so we've got to put some punch in it so i'm learning that so that's uh, true yeah and hey, I've, never, I've never done very good social media myself but I'm, I'm <laughs> well get ready i'm learning, I'm learning more about it <laughs> yeah get get, get get ready to have them teasing you to put you know to be you know quick and, and not quick and dirty as we used to say but yeah but quick and elegant how's that <laughs> I know, quick and elegant is what we need yeah well and i mean you know and so you've been you've been living in the adaptive world i mean you've been adapting yourself to the things you're now trying to do which is beautiful i mean that's exactly what and i know that i still have room to do that too i mean and <laughs> and i'm trying to get some of the people in ntl who might know more about it to let to let me in on it and let me know how to do it but the reality is most of our people if if we can't get money where we can hire some people in staff roles even part-time roles that's where we're going to get the expertise now we don't seem to be getting it as help from members as we used to yeah so, it was largely a voluntary um organization yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a tough challenge um yeah. and uh yeah but adaptive is the word i mean yeah. that's, that's sort of what we personal development organization development change is inevitable and the the real challenge yeah. is how effectively you can you can learn and and this this you know back to peter for another moment yeah. um he when he came up with that theme for the book the first book managing as a performing art performing uh, art, i'd yeah. been in uh, his student uh in the 70s and yeah, uh yeah. so uh he used to talk about and write about uh his, his essays uh about that that theme and and he would be very concerned about uh us as his students and colleagues that we were somewhat stuck in the mud and this was <laughs> this is the 60s and 70s yeah, man everything but still uh there was the the he he was uh nervous for us let's put it that way yeah that we weren't going to be uh confident enough as learners to be yeah. able to leave the nest if you will of the classroom as students get out there and then see how wonderful it is when you're uh, picking up cues and finding people to help you interpret those cues yeah, and then yeah. using them to keep yourself moving forward so that's yeah. basically all 32 conjectures of the book were about you are the kind of person who can do this if you're committed to something that really really matters to yeah, you yeah yeah and that's so right I'm, I'm hearing in your story dave that it's, it's always mattered to you to help people when you were a consultant yeah see see their way uh, forward then yeah. as a uh, when you came to academe 
they they would have been probably happy just to stay with the conventional MBA and other yeah. you know standard stuff but it wasn't the subscribing was was not as strong because there were hundreds and hundreds more MBA programs out there so they yeah and doctoral programs for that matter so you said well let's let's put together something uh that's different and that's what yeah and well, that's different and yeah yeah did that for uh for we did that group. for quite a while yeah and one of the things I also learned is cohort education is where I started at when I was at Pepperdine University. Mm -hmm. And they had a model that I fell in love with because I saw how well it helped people learn. And that was they, they did residencies. They did four a year. So people could travel from anywhere in the country and go there. And uh, they were about six days long or seven days long, I think, with the weekend. and. Um, and we had all kinds of guests that would come in for one day or two days and be with them during their week. So yeah. we got we got the right people speaking to them. We got them all going out into the field doing something during that time. And that was a master's degree. But mm -hmm. that was so embedded in my head. When I got to St. Thomas and I looked at our doctorate, I said, that's the best model we could use. Yeah. And we yeah. did. We created the doctorate with four residencies a year yeah yeah and the and same it works yeah and well when when peter uh went over to antioch uh yeah. I, I i talked to al augustine and for one of the episodes but way yeah. back then and and al said uh you know we we knew antioch tradition was the the residencies and the, yeah. the somewhat virtual learning yeah. and uh so Peter brought that spirit there too, and that was his last teaching in, yeah. in the last few years but I remember him saying both in the podcast and then to me personally, he said, uh, one, one of the most exciting things was going to those residencies. And, and, yes. uh, and Al said that they used to accommodate Peter in his wheelchair to go and yep. he'd say he would just light up. Oh, for, absolutely. For, was, for those, for those several days, because, you know, it was his chance to be face to face with these, with these so-called kids. They weren't kids. Exactly. Either. They're, they're yeah. mid-career like your mid -career students. people. Yeah. Yeah. No, no you're I, absolutely right. And I felt the same way. And, and I taught at USC for a few years where you do a Tuesday night or a Thursday night and you do it mm. for a while and you break everything down into three hour segments and stuff. Yeah. And that's how I learned teaching. Then yeah. I got to Pepperdine and I threw it all out and we completely did it differently. <laughs> and then when I got to St. Thomas, I started doing that with different courses. And then and then when we got to redesign the program, we were able to put it together. But yeah. what I now say to people is there is a couple things about it. One is cohorts are way better because of the relationships they build. Oh, yeah. And then number two, the learning comes from more than just the faculty now it really truly comes from each other and when i saw that model i think that's still a better educational model when you can pull it off but well um, you, well you know your 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 colleague and my friend carol gorlick has has yeah, had the yeah. uh the the rare opportunity to uh be uh do an ethnography study of yes. each of those cohorts and so That's she's right. seen it seen it uh come through now to the fourth one and yep. carol carol and i meet every once in a while and she helped me get a chapter into the good collaborative change library but anyway my point is there that carol uh 
uh, would wholly agree with you. And then the idea of having a presence like she's had to be mm -hmm. able to see mm -hmm. and compare and see and compare uh, over time uh, probably adds another another dimension that uh, her feedback probably could be. Uh, I think her helpful. research going to be very valuable, actually, because yeah. nobody else has studied it that I know of. There's no, just people who have experienced it. And yeah. then the word's got to get out there, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And uh, yeah. I mean, if I were to do any other educational things, I would try my best to do them as cohorts where where they have some um, where they come together at least sometimes. That's that would be my that would be my model. I think. You know, I, I'm wondering as we're watching the time here, and this is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering, going back to NTL, yeah, uh, is it feasible? Would it be feasible to create virtual cohorts of NTLers going through yeah. some kind of longer period? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, so that uh, the subject that could make it unique because most yep. of these institutes like the leadership ones yeah. uh, down in yeah. Carolina, they'll, they're, you're an individual and you're there and it's, yeah. you yeah. may get acquainted for a few minutes with whoever's on your side, but basically you're, you're alone. You're the That's lone, right. That's lone right. Student. But if you have a co cohort model yeah. Yeah. adapted for something for the 23 and beyond where, yeah. uh, for you know i'm i'm dave and i'm going to be in this particular cohort for six weeks but we're, six weeks or yeah yeah but we're going to meet um will be there'll be provisions for us to do the socializing uh, there'll be we'll be meeting periodically over the six yep, weeks yep, no, no, yep, you know and but yep. basically eventually at the end of six weeks you've made hopefully dozens of, of friends and yes, uh yes. and and but the, the other part is they could be from all over the world if you do it virtually so you can yeah. have a cohort with someone from scotland and then someone, exactly. from, someone exactly. from toledo i i don't know i would i would well, have I a know, i know we can do it i know we can do it they, they they've had an od certificate program that used to be very popular and it yep. was done it was done with cohorts in person oh really i thought i was being and, brilliant <laughs> no and well they used to do that and I think it had six courses or eight courses, I forget. So that cohort would come back together six or eight times over yeah. a period of a year or something. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And that'd be perfect. And yeah. and I wanna do I wanna do a new certificate on use of self, which has to which in order for it to work needs to be broken into pieces where yes. people come back together. So yeah. So I'd like to get some tough spare time if I find some. I want to get that organized <laughs> because I think we 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 should be offering that. I mean, I mean, NTL's been known for that piece as well. Oh but, yeah. But really, there's just not been much written about it, and there's not been that much designed about it. But Mian and I have done a lot of that work, yeah. and and I now can carry it into different formats without any trouble. So it's uh it, it's it's awfully nice that you are carrying on me on yeah work yeah. And, and i'm doing my very best to carry on with peters peters yeah. and uh there's something to that that i think keeps us uh both oh, young. yeah yeah she's yeah. we lost her way too soon she's oh yeah she's been brilliant for a long time and she i'd and and even in our own conversations we weren't done with things we were going to do together 
and now we won't be doing them together. So yeah. So I, I've turned my attention to grad students who who take hold of the use of self and they want to do something more with it. And I say, that's great because I want to pass it to all of you who are 20 years younger than me. So <laughs> that's well, and that's exactly how I feel about it. And Mion was the same way in that she wanted to pass it on. And, and I've kept all the slide decks that she used to do, and I can't do them the same way she does. But mm -hmm. we're 95% we're on the same page about everything with use of self. So. Yeah. But, well, Dave, Dave Jamison, this has been a delight to be yeah, reconnected with you to see that a lot, a lot has changed for you since my, uh, May of 2020. Yes. And, and yes. for me, it sounds awfully good these changes uh you're you're at the probably one of the biggest ones right now that you could have bid off yeah, and yeah. but you're you're gonna it's gonna work i i predict if i come back to you good this time in the end of 2023 yes, yes we'll be talking about some great accomplishments for you personally professionally and for ntl yeah i appreciate that thank you i hope so i really hope so and uh It'll be my last round of something, I suppose, but but uh, but I will never quit. I mean, I always do little things, but in terms of working full time like this, it's it's harder given the challenges all the time. But I'm still going to do it, and I have at least at least another year, and uh, and I want to see what I can get done in my second year. So, okay, okay. all right. Thank you too. I I appreciate us connecting, staying connected, David. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing, how could I forget? The book On Practice as a Way of Being is available now in digital form, something that would be new, like podcasting to many of us. And it's a, a great way of learning more and more about what this podcast presented when Peter Vale and I originated it several years ago. So please come to www.mylibrary, one word, dot world slash practice, and you'll see what I mean. Thank you.